Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast episode, what did we say, 122? Yep. <laughs> I am B. I'm Chick. And I'm Chris. How you guys doing? Way to go, B. Hey. You know what, we got really into so many... the ball on introing us in lately. No, but in I just want to let you know that. I'll tell you why. He had the because best conversation ever before this podcast. We keep getting into really interesting conversations that my least uh, uh, concern is what episode number this is. By the way, do we even need to say this is – they see it on the screen, right? It's well, a yeah. thing, B. You can't change yeah. something you've been doing. You're right. You're right. All right. It'll continue. It's, I'm just saying – It's how we intro the show now. It's a lot of things we probably shouldn't have done. But it's now like that if we, do we them, stopped saying if you made it this far. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So we were getting into a a bunch of conversations. First of all, thank you all for uh, what the heck? What do you mean what the heck? What the heck? What? My my computer just moved. B, you got to learn how to let things slide and move on. Like you can't. I'm looking at a black screen. Can you guys see me? I can see you. So just go on as if it's normal. Yeah, just go on as if we could see and hear you because you're fine. B had. B and I actually had the same technical issue on the MacBook this week where like they they say someone else is using your IP address and it's horrifying because for a minute you think that your personality's been stolen but it turns out it's just a glitch. Exactly. I it's so just I, a glitch. When <laughs> I started this glitch. this is so weird. I'm, I'm it's like my computer just shut down so I'm not looking at anything. Well, you're still here. Well, we hear you. We'll let yeah. you know if things are awry. Okay. So, uh, I, this is hard to f- focus on. Oh, my God, B. Go What's on, the- talk. Talk without what? me. We'll talk without Talk amongst you. yourselves. Okay, well, you out. know what? I'll take over the reins. And I <laughs> want to thank people for reaching out about last week. Um, we felt when we finished last week's episode that it was a good episode, and we've gotten a lot of good feedback. Uh, it was Chris's coming out party because he completely shit on me oh, and destroyed me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, no, we had. You know what? And um, I didn't even want to listen back to this episode, and now everyone's saying I should because I personally felt like I came off like a complete piece of shit on last I think week it's i think it's worth listening back to i listened back to it because um okay. it was longer than we normally do and uh y- you know when you're in the moment sometimes you're not super focused on what you're actually saying or what the other person's saying especially because we're you know we're talking to each other through zoom so listening back to it i really thought it was a great episode i thought it was fantastic chick yeah. now i'm so, did you listen back to the episode finally no i told you i refused to I don't need to hear myself when I think I'm a, an asshole. See, all right. So what I, one of your redeeming qualities to, to me is the fact that you can make yourself look like a total buffoon, but then in the same uh, hour and a half, you could sort of take a mirror to yourself and realize maybe I was wrong about what I said. And you can, you can come back and sort of report that to the, to the group. <laughs> Well, I I appreciate that because I always felt that um, one thing about me is as stubborn or 
you know, as much of a dick as I can be, that I always kind of like to think that I will listen to something and admit my, my, my fault or if I'm wrong. And I know what I said and I know where I meant it yesterday and it didn't come out right. And you know what's funny? Because whenever you hear about, and I'm not saying I am a celebrity, but people who do things and say things in public and then they say how things get taken out of context and shit like that, yeah. or you mean something else when you say it, I can totally see how that happens now, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but, you know, it doesn't justify it. But you're right. I, I will. It's one of my only good qualities, I think, is that I will admit if I'm wrong or if I said something stupid, I will try and make up for it. But sometimes that's not always that doesn't always work either, though. It doesn't. And I felt you had a rough week after this podcast. Not a rough week, but you were this one. This one kind of hit you particularly hard. You sent us a couple screenshots of people who were not incredibly happy with your performance. Well, no. See, I think you misinterpreted that. No, I, I you, think... Are you talking about the big conversation that I screenshotted you? Yeah. Okay. I'll get into that a little bit. Somebody who listens to the show, and they'll know who, who it is when I'm talking about them, is somebody that we have a, a long history of, and we haven't talked in a long time. And there's a lot of things that have happened and emotions that are involved in the situation that I don't want to delve too much into. But they reached out to me basically on not, I don't want to say like, oh, on your side, but saying, basically saying that they feel for me. Yeah, I think they did it. That I was struggling and that they could, you know, it broke their heart or whatever. And, you know, so that, and normally I, I'd be lying if I said at first glance when I saw the message, I wasn't even going to respond to it because of who it was. And then after careful thought, like these are anger issues that I'm trying to get rid of and trying to move past. So I was like, you know what? I'll respond. And I responded and we had, you know, a quick little exchange and I, I was happy I did. And, um, you know, we'll see what the future will bring in that. But I've got a lot of people reaching out Everybody said you destroyed me, Chris, which you did. Um, <laughs> but, but everyone, you know, a couple people said I didn't come off as bad as I thought I did and that they understood, you know, at least what I was coming from. But you're right. I, you know, it, it was an interesting episode for me. And I usually listen to all of our shows. So I haven't listened to that one. And I will probably eventually do it. I think you should. I one thing about the uh, that person that reached out, I'm very happy that you, that chick, that you responded. I think that's the thing that uh, it, it shows that you're you're uh, you're kind of growing. I'm trying. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I squashed. Um, oh, whatever. Fuck it. I'll get into it. There's somebody I owed a ton of money to in gambling, and then we had a little falling out, and there was a whole thing where I wasn't going to pay them, and I reached out to that person this past week to try and like mend that fence and come to an agreement and kind of move past that. I've realized that anger um, has gotten in the way of a lot of my uh, progression, just as a human in general. And I'm really trying to be less angry and allow myself to be happy and move on and do things and not hold grudges. And listen, I'm not there yet. I'm working my way towards it and I'm making baby steps and I, you know, I'm trying to mend fences of relationships that have been ruined 
or what you know whatever it is that's awesome though man that's all you can do is just work yeah through. exactly like you and can't can, make for what you I did can you, you can't um you can't rechange the history all you can do is try and be better going forward and yeah. hope that some people either accept it or don't and i'm not doing it hoping that everybody loves me now because listen if somebody still dislikes me or whatever for something i've said or done and as long as you know you take the apology and you move forward but you can't expect everybody to take it with open arms and that's what i'm coming to grips with because a lot of times i was always like yeah i'll apologize but if somebody says something that rubs me the wrong way i can't guarantee that i'm not gonna flip my and or lose my lid so i was staying away from it and now i'm i feel like i have a much more grip on my on myself a little like i'll still do things but I will at least realize what I said. Better, better grip on your lid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I agree. I also agree yeah. that you didn't come off as terrible as you may have thought you, that you came off. I think you share the same sentiment that a lot of people do. And like you said, it's, it's weird when you're on this uh, podcast, even though we're not in the same room, we're talking on a Zoom, it's – when you're sort of caught up in the moment, it's hard to, you're sort of stuck in it. And it's yeah. hard to back out or it's it, a weird thing. It's yes. also like, I feel like you probably do have the same sentiment as a lot of people, <clears throat> but most people don't have to expand upon it enough to say it in a conversation. Exactly. Which is really different than just thinking it in your head. But you what know, do you like, mean by that? Like, well, I get so what like, you're saying, but what do you, you mean? You ever have an idea, and then you say it out loud to someone else, and you're like, damn, that's a stupid idea. Oh, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's almost like that, where it's like, when we have these conversations on here, we're kind of expanding on thoughts in our head, and you don't get to, like, trial and error it before we talk about it. And then it no. goes out to everybody. <laughs> like, exactly. And yeah. for someone like you who's been working, just that specific comment, there's the problem is when you do and and that's the number one problem when you lump everybody in with something because it's not even like i didn't even think about you when i made the comment when i made that comment all that was in my head was the two or three people that pissed me off that week who said that isn't that you know what i'm saying that's so it's like things though you're directing it at them and you don't realize the collateral i don't want to say damage because that's giving myself more credit than i could actually do but yeah. The, the harm of a blanket statement. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or the, the other thing, a lot of times when, yeah, whatever you want to call it. A lot of times when you're talking like this, you, you might be talking to like a like-minded person and they kind of agree with you and you don't really have to go off. But when you, when you're face to face with uh, somebody who's, who feels a, another way and you get retaliation, it's interesting what happens. And yeah. yeah and that, and that's the beautiful thing I think about as much as I hate Facebook. I think that's one thing I love is to see how people are so argumentative and belittling on Facebook and having those conversations say, if we brought one of the, if we brought some of these people on Facebook who are these keyboard warriors and we brought them on the show, I think people's tone and tune, and I'm not saying because it's us, just in general, you put them on a public platform where people are hearing and seeing them, you get a much different um, reaction and it's- 100%, well you can't pre, I mean, I guess you could, you can't really pre-write what you're saying though and you definitely can't edit it once you've already said it. 
Yeah, yeah when so you're typing I, something, you're very – most people, I don't care yeah. if they say they're not thinking about it. They're very aware of how they're, they're thinking typing, about what it. they're typing. 100% of them are thinking about it. Like, so – but and like that's, the, oh. that's the, the case with everything today. You know, if you sat down and got to know somebody and heard other people's point of view and like where they're coming from, the world will be a lot different than just typing what your thoughts are on a computer. Yes, hundred percent. I totally agree with that. Um, but I, at the end of the day, I, I really, if you, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, I, I, I encourage you all to go back and listen. I, I just think it was, I think it was a, a classic episode. It really was. It was one of my favorite ones that we did. In, well, it was in, a real episode. And can I tell you the thing I'm most proud of? And, I, and, and whatever. And, like, I hate to harp on it. But Chris, who's normally a quiet person mm-hmm. and who normally keeps things close to the, the chest or have whatever the term is, close to the best, um, I was glad that he came out. One, he called me out. But I'm glad that he's finally starting to use his voice more on here yeah. than you have in the past. Because I don't yeah, think yeah. six months ago you would have said anything. You probably would have maybe made a comment and, and let it slide. I think you're probably Maybe. Right. I could be wrong. I, no, I think you're probably right. I think probably six months ago I would have just – I would have said something about it but not argued with you. Yeah. Yes. I, I think you're growing leaps and bounds on the show. So that yeah, well, and I think in person too. I think that just I, you well, know, I haven't I, seen you in six months. I feel I know, like, but yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> but, uh, but I think in person too. Just generally speaking, probably six months ago, I would have let something like that just go by and made some stupid comment to myself. But I think that as this sounds silly, but as I grow older, well, that's what it is, dude. Bit, it's eight. I get a little bit more confident in my own opinions, <laughs> like. Well, no, and I agree with you, yeah. and that's why it made me – I was happy to see you, someone who's usually quiet or doesn't – who stays away from shit like that. And I, I was glad that you put me in check. Chris, and, and the way I, – I, I feel the same way as check, and, and, I, and I agree. You're still People don't see him enough like that. Like, we get to see you a little more, so we know you. And, exactly. And, and, and listen, we're still getting to know you, but you're usually – much more uh, vocal and opinionated off the show than you are on it. And I'm yeah. glad to see that changing. I think don't and, get and too she, opinionated on me. You're going to have two chicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think I, I honestly, the same thing. And Chris, the more, it's also one of those things where the more you get to know somebody, the easier it is to shit on them. You know what I mean? Totally part of it. Uh, That's totally part of it. You could totally like, like we've known each other for a while. Like I've known Chris, I've known you longer, but like I introduced you to chick. I don't know a few a year years ago. ago. It was, I met Chris probably oh, for the yeah. first time a few years ago, a few years ago, for sure. But it takes a while for a friendship to grow, you know? Yeah. And, and there's a the difference that. between knowing somebody and like, like knowing some, like I can exactly. shit on you and it's cool. Like, exactly. Yeah. When I'm still getting see- there with you too with that because, like you said, our you know our friendship. But I think it's cool too because our friendships develop on here. And as far as Chris goes, we could have an argument like that and still be fine twenty within twenty minutes. Dude, you can listen back to the last hundred episodes and watch a whole friendship develop. Yeah, yeah, you really could. <laughs> Very interesting. And Chris, another thing that I. I I was just impressed. With, I, I know we're, we're really kissing your ass today, but you deserve it. I'll take it. Um, 
the way you know what? In, in in his defense, we don't usually do it too much to him, so he he does. He no, does. no. The way the way that you were able to handle that, um, where you were, <laughs> you 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 were able to stay calm. A lot of people aren't able to do this. When when you would disagree, I'm I for one, I'm not able to do that. You were able to stay calm, state what your uh, what 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 you thought, and listen to Chick. And keep coming back and hammering and and hammering and hammering, and you were able. But at the same time, you were like, "I hear you. I'm listening to you." But you still made your point and destroyed him. All and it was, it was really fun to watch. Like it was, it shows it shows what kind of person you are, um, and it, it was great. It's I hope I I hope that people see because. Like Chick said, we've known you off the show for a while. I've known you for a while, and I know what kind of dude you are. And it it really showed your your personality there. And we and and B will vouch for this. We get comments all the time of like, ah, uh, you know, some people like I wish Chris would speak more. He really doesn't. You know, sometimes he's he's a little quiet, and we're like, you know, like it's there. You know what I mean? Like, and Chris like, is in he's, a tough position. Chris, you're in a tough position because. You came into this, and this is guys that have known us for years. You know, this is me and Chick have known each other for a while. So you're yeah. like the new guy in here. People don't know you. So I think when you come out and just do something like that, it's it's exciting and it's fun, and it it it's great to see you develop. Yeah, it's been cool because I feel like you make a good point. Coming into the show, it was. There was very much like you and Chick had a really great back and forth because you kind of grew up together, mm-hmm. and I had to find my role in that, in that back and forth. So yes. that now the three of us can kind of have the same rapport. It's a, yeah. yes, like it, and me and B also needed to adjust to you because we had Taylor and you are polar opposites. Right. Not either one better or worse. For you guys. Yeah, not like yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Not better or worse. Just you guys are very different. Yeah, it's a total and, 180 for you guys too. So I think it's been interesting. I won't go back and listen to all, almost what is it, 100 and something episodes? Yeah, since I started it. But whoever does go back and start from the beginning, they'll probably get to see a really cool progression. Yeah, I agree I, with you on that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that was one of my favorite things about that episode was you just like, because normally people would probably expect B to be like, what the fuck are you saying? And it yeah. wasn't him. No, it was so, great, man. Um, but again, yeah. I don't want to harp on it too much. Yeah, well, yeah no, let's, let's say enough, uh, but really proud of you, Chris. I think you, you really just, you turned some kind of corner and it was, it was fun to see and it's good for the show. That's what we need. And that comes from both ends. We need to be able to feel comfortable enough to tell you something, and you need to be able to comfortable comfortable enough to tell us. One hundred percent. You know, and that's yep. that's growing. That's growing as a friend. Growing. We're, <laughs> friend, we're fest all grown up. We grown <laughs> up, boys. We grows up. But speaking of growing, now on. Um, I wanted to I wanted to bring this up to you guys because you are a little bit older than me. Yes. And we're actually a lot one, more older than you than I always thought. Well, I'm, I'm trying to make it sound nice. <laughs> but what are you, 20? Are we allowed to tell your age? Yeah, I'm 25. Okay. Uh, 
this month has been super weird for me. I know three people who are close to me, you know, not like my closest friends, but people around me that I would hang out with that have gotten engaged this month. Yeah. Now, are they like, do they all live in New York or no? They, uh, two of them live in Massapequa, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and one of them lives in Florida, but lived in Massapequa up until October. So, all right. So not too far off. And I just think it's so interesting. And you guys must have experienced this too when you were around my age. We're still experiencing. Like, like yeah, it's still happening. Off. <laughs> like, you go through these waves. It's, it's like the coronavirus. You know, it goes through waves. It hits. First, you have the first group of people that get married. Yeah, then, you have all the antsy ones who just want to get married. There's people then from you high school. The, you get the stragglers who feel like others are now doing it. It's the next step. I have to do it. Um, yeah. But the, the thing is, my best advice would be to find the single friends who you think are going to be single a while and get close with them. So when everybody else disappears out of your life, you have a partner in crime still. You a la me and that. Chick. You're right. Yes. You know how many weddings me and Chick when when at the moment when they're like, all right, all you couples come to the dance floor. Yeah, come, come to, to the, the dance floor. <laughs> I can oh tell God, you I've never had a couple. Of I've never been dancing? Yeah, that, that couple thing where it's like, oh the next couples come to the floor. It's always you, the other single guys, and then like the people who are just miserably together and don't even want to touch each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's worse. It is. That's worse. You'd rather be single for sure. Those are usually the first ones who got married, who thought it was the right decision and are already immediately regretting it. Right. And then, and then what happens is you start to see the baby being born. And then like, I had a, I had a, a, a joke about this when this first started happening. Like I, my friends were getting married then they were having kids. And I, I had this like a joke. At, yeah, I, we all know it. Yeah, no, I more in common with their kids. <laughs> no, I used to go. <laughs> That's not even interesting. I went. I was sitting. I was sitting at an open mic, and my buddy sent me a text. He's like, uh, "Hey, uh, we just had the baby," and in my head, I was like. That's awesome. Congratulations. I guess I'll never see you again. And it was. And I just was like, I feel like every day I lose another friend to childbirth. Yeah, because, no, we know the joke. No. Because, after, because after a while, that second wave, now they all have kids, and then you don't see them anymore. Wait, Pete, so, now yeah. tell us about the skip it. <laughs> <laughs> I got new jokes, guys. Oh, my God, that made me laugh. But, no, you know what it is, Chris? No, you're right. You don't lose them to the wedding, right? When they get married, you'll still have a good time with your, your married friends when they're freshly married. It's once, I would say, give it about a year of marriage before they slowly start backing out of your life. Once they get a house, <laughs> you will never see them unless they invite you over. And then they'll, all, they'll always tell you, open door policy, come over whenever you want. That's not the case. That is one of the most ridiculous statements that anybody can make because nobody wants somebody just walking in their house whenever they tried to exploit it and you just walked it open door policy but yeah i'm about to start calling people dude. out on that you <laughs> yeah. told me there's a free like you're open like you come over whenever i want until you come over and they're in the middle of a fight or dinner or something's going on and now you're the <laughs> asshole who inconvenienced them 
I feel though, I feel like somebody gives you an open door policy. It's an, it's sort of like, it's, it's one of those things where you like, Hey, how are you doing today? It's like, it's a, it's a nice gesture, but I feel like you're the kind of guy that would take them up on that. Yeah. Like you said, no, oh, I really know. I don't. You're I the only guy who like, dude, chick, open door policy. And at 3am chick comes <laughs> walking in and he's like, I was just thinking about how, you know, parents, right? <laughs> what do you no, kids you know what's funny i never i was always i never i never exploited an open door policy but i am going to start just to show people that don't don't say things that aren't true you should get the open door policy when they tell you that you should you should pull out like a notebook and be like put I it in writing down write the day down. and time and, and have them sign it yeah <laughs> You got to sign a contract with the open door policy because I'm going to show up. There's times I'm going to show up, you're not going to want me. And if that but am I wrong, though? Isn't it, isn't it the most ridiculous um, comment to make? Because it's it not, is. you know, no one thinks you're an asshole if they say, oh, please call me first before you come over. I can honestly say I have never and I never will tell somebody it's an open door policy because my life is not an open door. I don't want you here all the you time. Know what? I'm yeah. with me. I would never tell someone that, but one of my friends does maintain like an open door policy, but I would never just go. How old is this friend? 20 something. Eventually that's going to end. I don't know. Exactly. He's but still like, young. But like, I would never just go. You got to be insane. It is. It's, it's insane. an insane thing to do. It's to insane. just show up at somebody's house is one of the more selfish and just ridiculous things you could do to somebody. They could be on their way out the door and now feel obligated. Oh, I got to, you know, entertain this person. Or you could ruin their whole day. By the way, I think FaceTiming somebody is a little too much. I agree. You get a random No, you know why? Because FaceTime, you could, just, you could just hang up. No, but you get a random FaceTime during the day. Is there anything worse than that? But it's like, it's, you look at it and it, you sort of, it looks like the camera's on. You, There's you like a blurry yourself. photo. Yeah. And I'm like, do they see me? Do they see me shaking my head in agitation right now? <laughs> like, imagine you're trying to do something and you get a FaceTime in the middle of it. You're like, you couldn't just call me? <laughs> there was well, about an hour and a half during an entire 24 hours where I am okay with people seeing what I'm doing. And chances are you're not FaceTiming me during that hour and a half. <laughs> you gotta be ready. I got to be ready, okay? Can I tell you, um, you could always say no on a FaceTime. That's why I don't think that's so bad. You can. You could also say no to a, a, a knock on the door, but they know that you're saying no. Yes, but see, you can't care. <laughs> right, you can't care. That's the problem. We live in a world where you can't care. I like to pretend to care. Me too. <laughs> I like to pretend like, to care. Like, I, here's something. Do you guys, when you guys see a phone call coming in that you know you're not going to answer, do you hit the decline or do you let it ring until they go to voice? I silence it and let it ring unless I want the person to know that their call annoys me okay. and I'll fuck you, button. See, I yeah, I let it ring every time. His brother-in-law, I fuck you, button. Oh. Mine. Yes. When I get a call from from Rubber, I I will if I can't answer, I fuck you, button because he he'll keep calling. I don't like to keep calling. I usually take my phone and I'll like hold it and just look at it. And I'll be like, like, do I answer it? Do I answer it? And I'm like, I'm like, I think about it long. And I'm like, maybe if I think about it long enough, they'll hang up first. 
And if you have to think about it that long, <laughs> you're not answering. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sorry, we got completely off track because I was in the middle of, I wanted to finish something. So first it comes to the, they buy the house and it's the open invite policy. You'll still see them a little bit. Then they have a baby. And now that's, a, now the baby is really in the way of you seeing them and hanging out with your friends. Then baby two comes along and that's it. It's a wrap. Two so I would say, yeah. And then, you know, and then they make you feel bad because they have issues like, oh, I'm busy. I got my kid. Where it's like, I didn't tell you to get pregnant and have kids. That was your decision. Right. That's your poll point? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Like, oh, no, I'm go back to I thought you had I was just telling people he has to go look forward. See, I knew this was a listing it like you had, like, stages. Yeah. And you <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm going to uh... – Am I wrong, B? No, you're not wrong, but, you, you know – it's 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 you're not bringing anything new to the table um i'm gonna uh i hate you i know you do i i'm gonna try a pot real quick on the podcast and i want to get into something um i i first of all chick is has i'm not gonna say who gave it to me you can say I'm, i gave it to you yeah chick gave it to me and it's lasted me I almost. Got, i got b his pot it's fine you can tell him that it's lasted me a month. I got a little bat and dugout. So I'm going to try it. So if my mood alters at all, I'd, you know, just put me in my place, please. Yo, B sounds like a cop. I'm going to uh, try pot on the podcast. He does. You try like you shouldn't the way you talk about it. That's it. I just did it. I tried it. Um, and this is why I said how oh, anti-climatic you, you know what um, I love? How I can't smoke in my house, and you have the you're the one who can smoke pot in your house, and it bothers me. I know. I think if if I smoke, my fire alarm would go off. But B, if you need, I got. <laughs> I got plenty. Look at you. Uh, can I can I kind of switch subjects for a minute? I, I I have a thing that happened to me this this week that I want to get your uh, take on. Okay. Okay. I. Uh, Last weekend, you know, I got this nice front porch in, in my, my house. Uh, my parents, I love your front porch, and it's underutilized. It I is feel like. not underutilized. It's underutilized to you because you're not allowed here. <laughs> I smoked on that porch. Yeah, who has? You're, you're, you're always allowed. When you're at a house. By the way, <laughs> open porch policy. You're, all, you're allowed in there, Chick. Yeah, okay, now, I'll show up. Now Chick's going to go set up a tent on your porch. I know he will. Be, he's probably out there right now. Um, so last week I'm out there, and it was it was a Friday, a Friday evening. The weather was beautiful. Uh, my parents were gone, Fire Island. So I sit outside. I put out my my. Uh, I'm playing some music. I'm drinking a beer, and I'm just watching the neighborhood. Right. Girl walks up to my. Uh, to my front porch. She's got a clipboard. Oh, you know? okay. I was just gonna say, is it like a one who is doing that in this fucking uh, yeah. climate? Read the climate. room, man. Read the room. I know. Read I know. the room. <laughs> exactly. So, but she shows up. She's like an environmental person, and uh, she comes with a clipboard. And I see her coming, and I'm like, you know that point when some you're outside and you're like, if I walk away now, she's gonna know that I'm running away from this conversation yeah. so i sat there and she, and she walked up she pretended she didn't see me but i knew she saw me so i stood up from my uh little seat 
I was like, hey, what's up? And I was real friendly, you know, because I had a couple of Montauk summer ales in me. So she uh, she goes, hey, how you doing? I, you know, I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah. I didn't listen to a word. She's like, you know, the environment, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... <laughs> the environment blah 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 so i'm like all right where do i need to sign right i'm like oh you're just gonna sign it yeah yeah i don't care give me i just let let me problem he's about to sign his life away he doesn't even realize i would not be signing anything someone comes up to my porch with well she seemed like a nice girl you know she (laughs) she was she was worried about the environment that's probably the reason why my ip address was compromised yeah b just signed away his fucking kidney (laughs) so so she's telling me about the, you know, oh, we need to really protect the ducks and the, and the cl- you know, whatever, the clouds. Uh, I don't care. So I'm like, all right, where do I sign? The clouds. The ducks and clouds. And so I go, I go she to goes, ducksandclouds.com. She goes, she goes we, we would really uh, like a donation. So now I'm being nice here, right? I'm feeling, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. So I'm like, all right, hold on. I go into my house. I'll be right. I, I'm like, all right. She goes, step one, you got to sign this. Step two, we appreciate a donation, right? So I step, go back. Step one, sign this. Step two, give me a donation. Step three, give me your social and take off your pants. Yeah, suddenly B works for this company. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what you got to do. You got to do this, this, and then this, and then you can go home. <laughs> so I go back to my house. I get a $10 bill, Okay. I get a $10 bill and I give it to her. I'm like, this $10 bill will get this woman and her environmental ideas off of my porch. Okay. And then when I give her the $10, she hits me with, all right, well now step three, this is the most important step of the pro of the whole process. Oh yeah. Step three is the biggest one. So she tells me, she goes, she starts giving me paperwork. She starts handing me out, uh, like, 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 uh, what are those? Whatever paperwork. <laughs> and she goes, uh, she goes. What I need you to do now is is make three letters. You have to write three letters to your senator about the environment. What? Your senator? Dude, I took a step back. I said, I said, I'm sorry. What? She goes, Yeah. You all you have to do is write a sentence, right? So she basically filled out. So she wrote the sentence for you? No, she's like she's she like wrote the rest of the letter and you just She had gave to me she gave me like a, a, a like a copy of of like who I'm writing to, my three senators. Was it Mad Libs and she wrote the thing and just told you to put an adjective and a verb in certain spots? <laughs> That's the thing. I, honestly, if she did that, maybe I would have done it. But but what she did, she just circled the address that I need to send a letter to. Okay, you need to send a letter to this person, a congressman, or so. I don't know. I don't know. Smokey the Bear. I don't know who I'm sending the letter to. One of the addresses is B's house. Yeah, right. (laughs) So at this point, I'm like, all right. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, sure. You know when you, you know when you're so confident with somebody, you're like, yeah, of course, I'll definitely do that. Your voice raises a little bit, but inside the back of your mind, like. I'm never doing this. I'm just shaking my head. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna follow through with this. So oh, she, I love you. So she says to me, uh, and I'll be back at eight thirty to collect the three letters that I. <laughs> three. I didn't think. Yeah, I had homework. She gave me homework. Did you do it? So here's what I say to. Her. I'm like eight thirty. I figured tomorrow morning. I'm going to work the next day. She's 
going to be none the wiser, right? So she goes, no, I'll be none back. None the wiser, he says. So she, she tells me, she, 8.30 tonight. It was 7.30. I had an hour to write three letters. Hey, why didn't you just tell her no? Yeah, why didn't you just say no? This because I was into get about you. You get yourself into these situations. You just say, hey, I'll help, but that's, this is a job. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have helped you for five minutes, and now I don't, I have other things to do. You've just monopolized all my time. I'm not doing this. <laughs> you just gave me homework. You came to my house and gave me homework, you cunt. I wouldn't call her that. But, Wait, you know, I mean, that's... In, all right, I'm sorry. In retrospect, to, stuck my foot in my mouth again. Up to 10. <laughs> in retrospect, you guys are completely right, and that's what I should have done. But what I did do was completely irrational and dumb. And, and that's why I'm here to tell you this. Wait, did you tell her you were having a kid with somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> B, can I tell you how many texts I got about that? Yeah, I'm sure. So Who's what I do... Who's Stacy? <laughs> I love so the names we gave them. So what I tell this girl was no problem. I will write the three letters. And I tell it to her. I look her in the eyes. Like, I will do this for you. I will do the homework. And then I, I am the guy for this job. Yeah. And I sit down and I'm like, I don't even know how to write a letter. I don't even know how to start a letter. Like, I need a better template. So I stayed in my, on my front porch. It was a beautiful night. I would have stayed there for another hour. But what I did was I finished up and I, I went inside. I got in my car and I just went for a drive. I was, <laughs> I, and leave them with your parents. So your parents got to answer the door and make an my parents no, weren't, weren't home. If, they, if oh, my parents right, were sorry, home, I, I, if my parents were home, I would have let them deal with the consequence. But I, I was like, I could shut the blinds and all the curtains and just hide. But I've done that. I've hid too much times in my life. That today I was like, I'm just gonna run away from this problem. I'm not gonna hide. I'm just gonna run. <laughs> Dude, I, it was a Friday evening. I was having a beautiful evening on the front porch, and I took and I got in my car at at eight o'clock, and I was like, I have a half hour before she comes back, and I just <laughs> drove around. I gotta figure out somewhere to go. Oh no. And then I came back and I get I I, I like put on a hat because I was and I was like I put on a hat like I was a detective and I drove around the neighborhood like looking for her like an absolute lunatic you know you and are something wrong with you I was you, like dude. I was like this girl ruined my entire night yeah, there there is something wrong with you yes she ruined your night but it would have been fine if you just said nah I'm not interested yep nope all you gotta do. All you had to do was say no. So after, let me, so after you go through step one where you write your name and your address. No, stop right there. You don't two. even do that. Yes, this is my point. You did one too many steps. You just say, I'm not interested. She was a nice yeah, that's, that's it. All you say is, hey, listen, wrong house, wrong guy. Next. Well, I did, I did lie to her from the get-go, but it didn't, it didn't stop her at all. I told her. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just watching these people's house. I was like, and then, and then she's like, that's okay. And then he showed her his ID with the right number on it. No, but you know what, you know what she did? You know what she did? She said, I was here earlier and I loved your, the bird feeders here. And, and I was like, oh, she likes my whole 
my parents all the. I was like, ah, it's actually my. He loves my whole vibe. Yeah, I was like, it's actually my parents' house. They love the birds. You know, we had a nice little conversation. But little did I know I was going to get three uh, sentences. Uh, but what did you homework. think was going to happen? Like she just I didn't know it was going to go that She deep. came up with a clipboard just to chat with you? No, but I knew she wasn't <laughs> chatting with me. But I figured 10 bucks to make her go on her merry way would be fine. I didn't think I'd have homework. Anymore. I would think that, too. I would think 10 bucks is enough to get you to... And when you come out with the ten dollars, yeah, ten bucks should be enough to get her off your yeah. fucking porch. Goodbye. Board. And when here's the what thing, what else do you want, really? Exactly. When you come <laughs> three letters to the congressman and the senators, and when you come back out, and and it's and 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 I realized this after it was done, uh, it was so planned out well because she got me in a good. Okay, she, this is what she's doing for a living right now. She's done that to thirty other houses that night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You were just one of the many. It's a perfect move where where they like they go in there and they they're like if they're gonna she she asked for the donation and in her mind she's like if he donates money, he's gonna be too embarrassed to be like no after after he donates money. Because after you donate money to somebody and then you're like, I'll donate money, but I, I just don't think I'm ready to write a letter. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like here's ten dollars. I don't want to work for you. I almost I, I just paid you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what's minimum wage these days? What is yeah. it? Sixteen an hour? It's like fifteen bucks, bro. Minimum wage right now is like fucking good money. So yeah, well I I would have I would have paid her. So I would have paid her. I wish I would have went back inside and be like, listen. Here's another ten bucks. How about you write the letters for me, and you don't come back to my house? <laughs> because you know what? This is not an open door policy. <laughs> but you are one of the fucking most interesting people I've ever met, me. Because you never cease to amaze me. <laughs> yeah, but I realized that I ruined I ruined like a good hour and a half of me sitting on my front porch enjoying the the, the nice weather because I was hiding from this, you know. 20 year old girl that's into the environment you know was she yeah. cute is that yeah. what it was all about no how attractive was she Scale she, one to dude, she was an environmental chick i mean come on <laughs> you never know. They, she may not be a cool chick her personality probably sucks but she could be pretty yeah no 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 her personality was great honestly i don't she was she was a lot younger than me i was it, she was she was a young girl B, that's what. There it goes, Chris. See, we're getting to the bottom of this. What? We're getting to the bottom. Old of creepy man sees a young girl, and he just, uh, oh, come on over. Oh, okay. You read that sentence wrong, as you do with most sentences. <laughs> no, she was like, she was like a twenty-year-old college girl that works. Exactly. No, I, I read that right, and that, and that I was being. Nice. my point. She, she was, was not trying to make Karen and Susan jealous. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's it. That's the new girl that he got pregnant. You guys are the worst. That was one of the best stories, too. And I loved everybody who reached out to me. It was like, and they would guess, like, is Karen so-and-so? Or yeah, don't, don't say who, who they think. But No, uh, I'm not. I, it was just like, is Karen this person? A couple people were wrong, and I had to correct them. <laughs> Why are you correcting people, first of all? This is, see... <laughs> There's a reason. Them. <laughs> there's a reason why I use fake names. That's not 
Yes, on a public platform, but on the personal side, people know they can just text me if you want some answers, and I'll get no. certain people oh, to get some answers. By the way, if my sister reaches out to you, you better not say who it is. I won't tell your sister. Well, mom's the word. All right, good. But still, people I get, I told they well, people they his sister enough. knows open open door policy. <laughs> open door policy. People Whatever. are going to be like, oh, so wait, if everybody wants my cell phone and you ever want to know what really is being said. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I'll give you an update. Neither Karen nor Susan has heard anything about the podcast yet. So I haven't gotten anything reached out to me. Well, that's good. Thank God. By the way. No, you wanna... I honestly wish they did. Uh, I almost might tell Susan to go watch, to listen. Please don't. I, uh. I actually did comedy. I, I did a, an open mic last night, and I talked about that situation at the open mic. Was it and, funny? Wait, can we talk about that open mic for a second? Yeah. Because yeah. it looked pretty. Like, oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's definitely get into that. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? You were outside, right? It was in the patio, yeah. Yeah. It was there people cool. there? Was it? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was great. So they're doing it at, uh, at this place, One Eye Jacks, and uh, – it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They're they're the first to open up. It's really cool. So, do, do uh, you think the lack of other people having things to do, like just other shit to do, will help you guys in the long run with the open mics, like getting people there? Ah, uh, who knows? I have no idea, man. It's really tough. I, I I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I went to Heartland Golf this week, and it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Why? Because Heartland Golf sucks the place is cool and in theory you play the nine holes a little it's, hard hard. it's not a no good it's course, fun but the yeah the course isn't well kept but that i don't even care you go there and you know what you're expecting that's the one where the you problem i had is they just let you right? they yeah. let you sign up and then it goes all right you just have to wait and when they tee off, like i mean it took us four hours to play nine or three i'm not even joking it was all hours four hours yeah. i had fun because i was with my friends but as far as just, like, pace, it was awful. That's too much time, man. Yeah, I don't like golf enough for that. I, I don't even like playing 18 holes because after about the third hole, I get bored. Eight, I've been I golfing, I'm playing I went golfing four times right. last week. I went golfing four times. I'm going three this week. I've been loving it right now. I, I can't. After about the third hole, the novelty of it wears off. Would you guys go golfing with me for a full 18? Hundred percent. Yeah. No. For I would do a nine nine holes. I'd prefer to do nine, but I'd do eighteen just to golf. To have an adult baby's golf outing would be. Fuck you, B. I think that'd if be I awful. had to, I would do eighteen. But Jesus Christ, I have like one day off a week. I'm gonna spend eighteen holes of golf with you. Yeah. We should do, we should do nine at P Peninsula. I hate Peninsula. Me too. But you know, it's cheap. The people there are a bunch of trash too easy it's cheap all right let's get back to the podcast jesus this is the podcast is it 7 a.m <laughs> <laughs> but no so what go back i'm sorry to completely change it so go back to the open mic though like it was fun though <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was fun i don't know is an open mic ever fun yeah, you well that's what i'm it's the first one you've done in how long you got nothing to say about it babe? well i'll tell you what i did do I, so like I said, I was telling the story of Susan and, uh, and, Car uh, and Karen, and I did the whole, the old spanking story. And I did one of these things. I, I, I started doing like an act out. Dude. 
where he starts spanking the uh, the stool. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. And I'm like, is this what is this what my what I'm gonna do now? <laughs> just just start like being. Are that you gonna guy? become a physical comic now? Yeah. And by the way, me being a physical comic is very not physical. I, I'm yeah. just. I what move if, the stool in front of me, and I just go like this, you know? If you've ever that. seen B do comedy, he takes about three steps the entire set. I take three then, steps that way. I take three steps that way. Sometimes and he I'll twirls lean. the mic. Sometimes I'll lean in. Yeah. But you know what? Like, Dude, it was good to be out, man. It was good to be I'm out. Bad, man. That's what I'm saying. It was a, You haven't done this in a while. So, so it phase three fun. just happened, right? Yes. Um, have you uh, yes, been this week. inside Where's anywhere? I have not. Well, phase three happened, but now if you leave New York or you come into New York, you have to quarantine for two weeks, which uh, is good. Depending on the state that you go to. Oh, it is? Yeah, there's like 14 states that you can't go to without quarantining. Like Florida, Alabama. Good. New York Alabama. is one of the safest places now. We, we crushed it. I don't know if I'd say we crushed it. Well, we, I, I mean, compared to the rest of the U.S., we did. A yes, no, exactly. We did yeah. well compared but I mean, let's be real. But it's crazy. like a wave, though. It was it was gonna go that way anyway. Yeah, that's kind of uh, how I. That's why I was saying I don't know if I. I don't know. But I'll say we crushed it because you have like like Texas was like a month in. They're like, nah, never mind. We're opening, and now yeah. like if you look at their cases, like it yeah, it's, it's crept down a little bit, and then it just spiked back up. Like, but it was oh, yeah. It's almost like it it hit New York and and then it, it like it started going out to the rest of the country. Well, yeah, everybody yeah. comes here first. Ah, what a nightmare! But you know what? Like sports are coming back. It's like a uh, the world is slowly getting back. But I am actually quite nervous about all this shit coming back. I'm too. I'm I'm keeping it cool. I'm I, I don't think I'm I'm ready to rush out. I was in Fire Island last week. By the way, fire I've been out. golfing and like seeing people, You're but yeah, I'm not really all about going out right now. I'm probably gonna wait uh, a little while. I don't know. I I was out. I I did dinner a, a couple weeks ago. I don't know. Did I don't know. Like out uh, Main Street a couple weeks ago was like Mardi Gras. Yeah, like the I first week back, and now I think it's starting to calm down a little. Well, Chris, were you out today? Yeah. So. Today, my friend and I were grabbing lunch, and then on the way back, we ate at Vespa. Yeah. That's Vespa. Like, there you go. That's a good Italian food. spot. Yeah, Vespa's great. Yeah. And Vespa's then, very uh, good. On the way back um, up, you know, Kira was designated driving, and so on the way back up, we convinced her to let us have a drink at Croxley's. Nice. And it was really weird because it's, you know, like we would go drink at Croxley's all the time, right? Like you, you too. Yeah. And it, it feels nothing like that at all. What is it like? Really? Yeah. So it looks like confession booths from it, the, it picture. really does. It's like, there's dividers in between, in between every other bar stool, basically. Weird. So like, you're allowed to have two bar stools at a time, but some people just have one and there's like those glass walls up in between them it's very strange can you imagine Last wall of emotion that sad person at the single bar stool when it, you're it's almost like a urinal like the the dividers at a urinal but at a bar 
Yeah, it's like a splash guard for humans. Yeah, it's. I was just thinking that. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) God, that's so weird. I don't know if I'm ready to jump back in it. I don't know if I'm ready to jump back in it like that. And you know what it is? It's like also, so you're sitting there, it's Croxley's, right? And they have the TV on, and it's like a football game from a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Soccer's back. It's like yeah. I was watching a game today with no fans. Now you can watch golf with no fans because it's a quiet sport and it doesn't matter. But I watched soccer for the first time or second time today, and dude, it's it's weird. It's like watching a pickup game. Well, have you seen any of the Bundesliga games? The German soccer. I didn't watch the German leagues. I watched a couple Premier League games. So the German league is super weird. They put as like a part of a fan outreach program, <laughs> they put photos of their fans as cardboard cutouts in the stadium. <laughs> oh no! Do they do the fake noise too, or no? No, they don't do fake noise. It's just, it's just like, but there's cardboard cutouts of fans in the stadium. It's That's very strange. Dumb. It's very strange, dude. It That's doesn't... so, dude. But like, isn't watching the game with like you can hear everything almost on the field? It's just like it's like it's watching fun. a pickup game. It's not fun it's... at all. Yeah, it takes a lot of the excitement out. Yeah. But it's not, this generally, it's not like an exciting – Well, yeah, and it, and it brings me to my next question, which is, do you guys – would you – do you – I'm starting to think we even want sports to come back if they're going to be a shell of what they were. Well, so you can watch I'm that, okay that game back. that they played in Baltimore a few years back when there were riots in Baltimore and there were no fans in the stadium. Okay. And that's what baseball is going to sound like for like the next year. And I just don't know. Was I hate the rules they implemented too. They they changed the game and stuff. I I, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not thrilled with the COVID baseball right now, to be honest. So for me, baseball is hard to watch as it is. If you're going to take away any sort of fan interaction, like maybe I'll watch the playoffs, but even then, like, well, how think about, about how much excitement the fans give you when you're watching a game. Yeah. All that energy is gone. Dude, well, a fly what? ball now is just a fly ball. Like, it's just – Yeah, it's <laughs> true. What about, it, what about that it's, it's less games? I like that it's less games. Every game means a little something more. No, it, listen, I get the game shortening. That's not what bothers me. I don't understand why they need to implement the DH. It's just a way to get this in like they've been trying to do for years I think now. they've been trying to do that for a while. And and, um, I, and I hate the DH, so that's another thing that bothers me. But I, I'm not going to get into that. And then the other thing is now in, in extra innings, they have uh, a leadoff runner, runner on yeah. second, which now for extra innings, all the team has to do is bump the guy over and then sacrifice fly and they get a run. Like it's Yeah, I don't like that. That's not a good rule. I just think it's they're just trying dumb. to keep it short. But, Chick, I, I believe within – I think within the first couple of weeks, you'll get used to it and you'll be okay with yeah, it. Yeah, you will get used to it, and I'm going to watch. I'm not sitting here acting like I'm not going to, but it's – I just think I'm it's – I think it's possible uh, that by the end of the season there are fans. It's possible. Uh, I don't because I think it's going to spark back up personally. I mean, my, well, my, my thought is that baseball will not finish the season. Baseball's oh, wow. going to be – baseball's in the toughest spot here. Because I just don't think any spike is – you're going to have to shut everything down. But you're my opinion. seeing, like, crazy spikes, and they're still talking exactly, about Exactly, dude. Like, I, I don't think – I think football – they're trying to act like football's not going to be touched, and I don't think football's going to happen. Really? Yeah. It's just my opinion. I, I could be completely wrong. 
No, I just don't see right, how with numbers spiking, you can continue to do shit that's not important. Well, they, they're doing the NBA, but on like Disney property, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. The NBA is going to be shorter. Like those things might last because it's I only going to be for a few weeks. I think a 60 NBA game season is not tested positive. A few NBA players. Yeah, a few of them have already tested positive this week. That's what I'm well, saying. It's fucked. More people keep testing positive as the days go on, it seems. I well, I mean, you know what? Everybody knew what's gonna, what was going to happen, but I feel like everybody was hoping that it wasn't. And now that it is, everyone's just like, fuck. Because everybody wants it to be over. And all the all these cases are going to do is prolong it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we are way far away from any of this being over, unfortunately. I agree. Like a lot further than we even thought we may be. Yeah, I think New York is in a good spot right now, but I think the country as a whole, I think we're in trouble still. We're not out. And of this it. isn't even talking about the country burning, other than that. you know what no, I mean with, the, the with everything. Not any of the thirty other things happening. <laughs> it's, no, and that's the other thing I was going to say is like the world is just it's it's falling apart, man. Yeah. I was talking to some people who were alive during like the 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 sixties and seventies protests. And, like, just, like, in comparison, and people are like, it's worse now. I, uh, yeah, I think um, we don't have, you know, we don't get political on the show much, but I think I have an interesting non-political theory about um, when, when empires, which whether you call the U.S. an empire or not. It, I get what you're saying. No, I know what you're saying. Of an empire. When empires hit about 200 years old, that's when they start to struggle. Like, yeah, back through history and all the empires that have existed in the past, when they hit that 200 year mark, that's when shit starts to burn. Yeah, in our history book, we might say, like, you know, yeah, after 300 years, this happened, but the, the turmoil that caused the collapse of the empire started well before it actually collapsed. I think we are starting to hit the end of America's being number one in the world. I, th I think you're right. I don't I think we'll turn into a third world nation, but I do think we're in the latter half. I'm not I saying I have any idea how long it's going like to when, when you govern people off of a piece of paper that's over 200 years old, you're going to run into problems. Yeah, it's true. You're right. I just think, and, and that's, and I'm not being political with that at all. I really just think that, like, it's over. Well, that has nothing to do with what party you're on. That's just a general yeah. thing. The country is getting thing. weaker. Like, I just think you can't, in the age of the internet, you can't govern people based off a piece of paper that was written on feathers. Like, you can't. Yeah. There's too many things now that are so far beyond the way technology has improved. The things that were going on then that, you know, it's hard to validate some things in the Constitution or, and, you know, you get amendments to change things and update them, but where I do, I agree with you. I think, I'm not saying we're there yet or maybe that close, but I do think we're in the latter half of our power. We're heading. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I do think we're in the latter, the latter half. Yeah. You know what's funny? Watch. All this stuff has had me watching a, and I know it seems weird, but it got me into watching a nine, a lot of nine 11 documentaries. And I think it's comical to the to an in the sense that we had such a tragedy hit us right and everybody came together and it's never forget and it's you know we're stronger as one united we stand yada 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 right right and it wasn't that long ago and people already forget 
in my opinion. Maybe not what happened, but you forget how the country was. And even younger people may not see it, but B, you were alive to witness like how crazy it was. It was almost emotional driving around, seeing everybody come together. And like, I look at it like we are so much further apart now than we were, I feel like in the 50s and 60s probably. I mean, I don't know, I can't say that for sure. I mean, but it seems like it, that there's a, a huge gap in between people's opinion and, and, and things like that. And again, I'm not getting to either side, I'm just saying there's a gap there. And there's, a gap, there's an undeniable gap. There's an undeniable gap. And I, I think we're further apart now than ever. And it's just crazy to me. Yeah. It, it's scary. So yeah, that's that, <laughs> that's that's my negativity. Well, guys, if you made it this far, <laughs> whenever we talk about anything like that, be completely checked out. He turtles out. No, the reason why I check out because it's what I see all day, and I don't care. It's exhausting. No, it's exhausting. It, so it, I have nothing to offer, and I don't care. It's boring. That's why I check out. Uh, no, listen, I get it. But I agree. I, I can't deny that. It's just, I, I'm just, it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's, it's almost, it's pretty fucking scary what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So on that note, you guys, uh, <laughs> we got anything else today? No. Hey, are you still uh, here? I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Wait, Karen on her way over or something? Is, what? Is, Karen on her way over or something? No, 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 no. What are you talking about? Karen is. <laughs> I just, honestly, I check out during that stuff. It's what I see all I day. No, but now it's done and you're still checked out. Because, I, like, then I, what do you want? My, I, my parents are peeping Tom's. You want me to get into that? Yes. I don't care if we get into anything. I just want you to be back on the show. All right, so I noticed this. A while ago, my mom is very into whatever the neighbors do. Like a little too much, you know. Like she That's like everybody though. My parents like what they do though. Like she knows everything about what's going on in the neighborhood. And I watch her if, if she hears a sound, she pops up and she's looking out the window. So now we have new neighbors next door to us. Oh, they finally moved in? They finally moved in. And they're and they're doing a lot of great stuff there, right? Like is it recently. a family we know that moved in? Because I know somebody who just moved over there. No. Okay. No. Um, but leave it to my mom. She found inside the wood fence, she found a little splinter inside the wood where she just sticks her eyeball through the wood fence. And she just stares. Get out of here. Yes. Really? That's a bit much. There's, so they're building like – they're. They're building a ton of stuff over there. I, it, it's not like she's just staring at people at, at at people just sitting in the backyard. But so they're building. Your mother hates you right now for telling everybody that. No, no, she knows. I make fun of her all the time. But they're building like these. I I almost want to take a picture of it because they're building it. it it's like houses are being built in this backyard. It, that's how big it is. It's pretty impressive. But. But she just stares through this window. Now, your mom is like a cartoon. Like she's looking through the fence and her eyeball is sticking through. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what it's, that's what it feels like. And then I went to Fire Island with them last week and the same thing. 
And I'm like, Mom, do you have a do you have a hole that you can look through this fence to see what's going on, on this side? They know everything about what's happening around the neighborhood. And I just don't have that energy in me to know what's happening. It doesn't well, you don't want to know anything. You live your life wanting to stay away from everything. Yeah. And I don't blame you, but that's how you are. I'm not exactly normal either. On this, though. I don't think you should want to know about what people around you are doing. No. I don't I, I, I agree. I'm not saying you should. I don't really I care what people like are doing around me. I don't give a shit what my neighbors are doing. No, well, I don't because I'm usually smoking pot and I don't want people poking and prong, you know, all around my shit. So I'm not gonna you know, poke around yours. What's going on next door though, there's cranes. There's like there's like it's like a construction site happening next door. So there, there's a lot happening there. It's, it's, it's almost like you can make a documentary of what they're doing in that backyard right now. Okay. It, it's, it's insane. It was roofers out there today. Building a new roof. You mean they're fixing their roof? No. Oh, my God. No. Not on their house. In another piece of property. They're building, like, another uh, Could you roof. imagine they build a hotel next to B's house? And he's it just got all these strangers coming. It seems as though there's an Airbnb <laughs> built right now. You imagine they turn it into a COVID treatment center. It's like an at-home doctor. Oh, my God. <laughs> that might get me to move out. Your da- How's your dad with that? I feel like your dad would be the one. Your mother seems like she wouldn't care, and your dad would be the one, like, looking. No. Well, my mom is more interested in what's going on, like I said. But also then this afternoon, I saw my dad out there, too, because there's a hole there. You might as well look. Yeah. And I looked myself, you know, (laughs) because there's there's so much movement back there that it's like you wonder what's happening and you want to know what's happening in your with your neighbors. And I'm telling you, it's not just the typical uh redoing the flower bed in the backyard there was like there was like crews of but that your parents should be happy because that's going to help the uh the house they are just up oh yeah yeah they are happy of course but it's just it's just a weird thing and so I, the clopex move next door to your house who the clopex say that without my favorite it. movie the clopex the burbs oh the, the neighbors burbs, and the yeah. burbs yeah Never saw the Burbs, by the way. Really? Yeah. See, Tom Hanks. I know we a favor and watch that this weekend. This before we've all never seen the Burbs, but you. Can you guys each do me a favor and watch it this weekend? It's not a long movie. It's funny. Come on, okay, do me well, a favor. Get on. Uh, I'll find it for you guys, and I'll okay. and I'll get it. I'll watch it if you find it for sure. If okay, fair enough. Do you have any right. picks this weekend, Chick? I actually, I have a sleeper pick because I told you I was getting into it. I was watching all the 9-11 stuff. Yes. And I've seen almost every 9-11 doc there is, but there's a relatively new one called The Man in the Red Bandana. Oh, yes. I I saw saw that one. So I never saw that one. It was one of the most, uh, I don't want to say heartbreaking because in my opinion, it was a relatively positive documentary. They put a good. You know, like, yes, the guy passed away, and the, the whole events are tragic. But yeah. what that guy did was amazing, and I he, thought it was one of the hero. most interesting documentaries on 9/11 I've ever seen. Where do you think you would be if you if you worked in that building? Can I tell you, I I like to think. I mean, I shouldn't even say I'd like to think. 
everybody's first gut is like, I just get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But like, I, I think I, I like to think that I would at least try and help some people. I'm not going to say I'd be a hero, but I, I'd like to think that I have some sympathy that I wouldn't be able to walk struggling people just to get myself out of there. I do too. But then like the other day I was walking up steps in this, you know, heat. And I was like, this is difficult enough just for me. I can't imagine being in a burning Oof. building. And that's my point too. I, I don't know how I would well, I have it in me. I mean, it really matters what floor you're on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Everything it really, really matters where you are when everything yeah. happens. I, I mean, I totally agree with that. I, if I, I'm in the lobby, maybe I'll go up to the floor, the first floor, you know, be like, all right. But I can't imagine being all the way up and then coming back down and then going back. I get winded. I could not imagine. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be a special type of person to, 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 to go at and try. Like, I like to think that I would help. I don't think I would be a hero. I like to think I would help. I have no idea. I also I might like just to get think right I would help that. one person. Well, I don't think I have it in me to help more than one person. I'm saying I, I would like to think that I would, but I really don't know. I, I'd be lying. I might be the first one fucking out of the building. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Like, in a situation like that, you don't know how you're going to react. So it's Exactly. I don't know, but like, I'd like to think, you know, if I'm on like the fifth floor, I try to help everyone underneath the fifth floor get out. But then once they're out, like, eh. well, that's what I think. I think I would try and help who's around me. And if we all got out, I wouldn't be the guy going back in I'm there. Not going up. Yeah, I'm not going in there and up. That yeah. guy, the guy in the red bandana is a civilian who has FDNY for all those people who haven't seen it. It's an FDNY family the the father i think was in the fdny i think yeah. i don't know if maybe uncles or whatever but the son always wanted to go into the fdny but he wound up doing very successful i guess in the business environment and was thinking about leaving to join the fdny when 9 11 happened he actually had like um applications filled out for the fdny but when he got in there because he was a volunteer he had training so he always used to carry this red bandana that was like a family thing. The father had blue ones, so he wore a red one. And he just, he apparently was going up and down floors, leading people. He wasn't walking them down. Like he would walk them down a few flights and be like, all right, you could do it, go the rest of the way. And he was just finding people and bringing them to this staircase. They think he saved around 10 to 12 people. Literally, like, got them to the staircase, and, and they're the only reason why he, they got out. And he got down to the lobby and was going back up with the FDNY when the building collapsed. Wow. That's, That's the same hero, thing. Man. He got to the lobby. He, still, he was in, like, the 70th, 70th floor, and he was able to get to the lobby, and he went back up. Wow. It's a why you did you see it, B, or you heard about it, or yeah, no, I I, I watched it. I watched it. It was nuts. It, it was one of the most one of the more intense um, documentaries on it I've seen. Yeah, I, I also watched one about the which I didn't know the story about the Marriott right below it. What was that? Yeah, the Marriott. I told you I've been watching a couple. There was one called. Um, <clears throat> I, I honestly I didn't write it down. I, I forgot the name, but it's. Uh, it's about the whole. It's I think it's uh, the nine eleven hotel. It's called or some shit like that. But it's about the Marriott, which I don't know if you know. In between the two towers at the base, I'm talking like you could probably have a catch from one building to the other. The Marriott was below the twin towers. Yeah. And there's a ton of crazy stories that came out of there, 
and um, I, I watch that too. And, and you know, I, I would recommend people watch them just because I, I do think it's kind of a uh, a positive thing to see, you know, how we were an adversary a long time ago and how much we are the divided right now that at the end of the day when shit hits the fan whether you hate somebody or you know that lives next to you i mean you're all going to be in the same boat so yeah, everyone's just people but um there's another one just along that line i think it's on netflix it's um it's the want school yes bedside that's on hbo bedside yeah. okay so it's hbo yeah yeah great Great doctor. That was a great one too. Yeah. That's what is that, that one called? in high schools right down the block from um, Flint Alex. Yeah. And it's about it a lot called? of the kids and their stories. Uh, it's it's a, I think it's bedside that's in it's called. Okay. Yeah, it's about the kids that were in that high school when it happened, and it was like down the block. And they yeah, it was. Their, imagine that, like being in really high school and, and it's down the block from you. No. There's so many 9/11 stories too that that people will talk about, and they say like. You'll never know about a lot of other stories that happened because people just got out and don't talk about who they helped or what they did. And, you know, the, the, it, you'll, there's always going to be new stuff to be found out about that day. Of course. Definitely. Yeah. But I don't know. That's my story. All right. Those are my two, those are my two picks. A little somber, but I do think they're very relevant today. No, they're always good, man. I, I, I enjoy those. And yeah, I, I'm a, you know me, I like watching shit like that and like historical stuff, especially because I lived through it. One, uh, I started watching Athlete A. Did you watch that yet? I actually, uh, you know what? I did watch that. I'll make that if you want to do me my picks. I'll do a third one. Athlete A was great. I can't get enough of this Larry Nasser. It makes me sick. I. It makes I, me sick to my stomach. I, 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 I hate this guy. I just mind Bob, did you see his interview too, like in the police station? Yeah. It it just so, so for those who don't know, Larry Nasser is the guy who worked at Michigan State and he um there was a documentary on HBO a little while back about all the girls who got molested in the training great. room as like they were getting treatments and stuff. And it was a really good doc on HBO and Netflix just came out with one and it's it's a little different. It was Different than the HBO one, so don't watch one and not the other. But it's the guy was a piece of shit, man. And it's about a, this girl Maggie Nichols. Uh, you know, I, Maggie Nichols and, and a lot of people, but Maggie Nichols was, I guess, one of the main people where she kind of spoke out I think against. She was it. one of the first, yeah. yeah. And her whole Olympic uh, dream got crushed because of it. But it, oh, it's just, it's gross what happened. It, yeah, it, it's absolutely gross what fucking happened. And you know what bothers me the most is the, the, the two leaders, like the heads of it, the guy and his wife. The whole thing. The whole, the whole group. The whole fucking thing is just, it's awful. It's disgusting. But um, it's amazing to me that things like that could happen in front of parents. And you can't blame the parents. Like, I'm not one who's pointing finger how do they didn't know. It's just, to me, it's mind-boggling. I agree. Yeah, I agree, man. Because this guy was finger banging these chicks and feeling them up in front of the parents on the on the on the table. That's the same. Yeah, it's he pretty. He put himself in between them and the parents so they couldn't see. Mm -hmm. Such a piece of shit. But if you guys made it this far, <laughs> I think we've <laughs> we exhausted. All right. <laughs> we've I th yeah, I think uh, you guys have anything to promote. station, we're killing it, man. Yeah, I think we tapped out. Uh, we did have a guest lined up for today, but he canceled. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. So we'll see what goes on.
Yeah, we'll see. We get a lot of cancels, but you know what? We got to keep on trying. We keep on plugging away. We keep yeah. on plugging. We're as persistent as a group as it gets. We're here every week, friend. friend. It, 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 what gets more persistent than that? That's right. <laughs> it's true. We show up on your feed whether you want us to or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, if you guys made it this far, review us. We love the reviews. Um, <laughs> like, comment all our, po our posts and stuff. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Stay safe. Bye, guys. Later.